alive for this lesson with the roughneck business. I float like gravity, never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat, I send you to gain some type of fame. No shame in my game, cause I always be the same. Styles upon styles upon styles is what I have. You wanna just to fight for, but you still don't know the half. I sport new balance sneakers to avoid a narrow path. Messing around with this against the size of the I never have stuff, cause I'm not a half stepper. Drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. Refuse to compete with BS competition. Your name is special, so won't you suck with the mission? I never walk the street, think it's all about me. Even though deep in my heart, it really could be. I just try my best to like go all out. Somebody uh, even say you're shorty uh, black, you're uh, bugging uh, out. Uh, Minds get flooded, ejaculation, right on the two-inch tape, the abstract poet incognito, runs the cape, not the best, not the worst, and occasionally I just to get my point across, so bust the force as I go in between, the grit and the dirt, listen to the mission, listen, miss inside the work, um, as I crack the monotone, chilling up the jazz, so get your own, smoking on repeat, cause they try to dupe me, all the best of the pack, but they can't do that force, abstract, original, they can't get your own, and that's pitiful. I know I'd be the man if I cold yanked the plug on R&B, but I can't, and that's boring. Guess who's back for a brand new show, brand new year, brand new what? I know it's been a while since we've seen y'all, but Bugging Out is back. What's up, Jack? What's been going on What's with up, you? Christian? Man, you know I'm chilling, dude, just doing my thing, trying to, trying to live life. And you know nothing ever dies in the wrestling business, right? Okay, Nobody's well. ever gone forever. We've been gone for a while. You know, Man, it's but been four years it's since been we four had years. podcast. It's been four years. And I'm going to take a lot of the blame for that. My life's been kind of crazy and hectic since then. Matter of fact, I think it's been longer than that. About four years. Four or, or take, five years. Some of you guys might know. I don't know. But we are back. Uh, right now, you guys are going to have to give us a little bit of a uh, little bit of patience. We're trying to work on a process that's going to work best for the show to bring it back full. Like, we want to be, you know, the, the best podcast in the business. That was our goal five years ago, four years ago. And it's still the goal. But we're back. We're actually making this happen now. So we're going to work on some bugs here over the next month. We're going to do a couple of things, a couple of practice shows, I guess you could call them for now. But, of course, we're going to put them all out there. So oh, yeah. It, They're going to hear all of this. Yeah. Call it practice if you want. Call it, you know, call it we're – just, we're just – we're trying it out. We're bugging out. That's we're bugging what we're out. That's, that's, what, that's what we do. So you guys heard the song. That That's still our shit right there. Oh, that's always going to be the shit. Yeah. That's so, always going to be our shit. So let me, let me get everybody caught up real quick. Last four years, we've kind of taken a little break. You know, Jack has some things going on. I have some things going on. By the way, let me reintroduce us. My name's Christian Black. I am Jack Moves, the oh, greatest wrestler alive that is not dead. Jack Moves is back. Is Jack really Moves is back. Jack Moves has always been around. He's just been hiding. He just been in hiding. You know what I mean? Went into the cave for a little bit, but I'm back. I'm out. I see the sun or the rain. I guess in today's situation. But, you know, we're here. All right, so one of the reasons we thought about bringing this back and we're going to make this happen is because over the last four years, and you know this because you get the same notifications I have, we have found a way to keep the show alive without even being there. We're getting two, three, four, five, six likes a week, and there's been nothing for four years. That tells me they missed us. Okay, they missed me. And they missed right. you too. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just part of the package, you know. <laughs> it's all me. It's some you, but mostly me, right? Uh, mostly me and my and my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 
and our great guest, and of course, uh, Hakeem, who was uh, the guest host for one episode. Oh, yeah. Turned into the best, most listened to episode. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything, though. Just saying. All right, but there are going to be some changes with the show from the way you guys remember it. Like, for instance... Unfortunately, we do live in this capitalistic age, so you're gonna hear a commercial every time, every once in a while. Not we very often. So. We're not gonna, we're not gonna flood you out with commercials like other podcasts you hear. What's up, Conrad? Um, we're not gonna do all that. But hey, if enough of them pay us, I'm hey, down. I'm, I'm down to play. Hey, more. look, it could be an hour worth of reads if you I'm know? getting paid for I mean, it. I mean, yeah. let's be real. You know, it is this. what it is. It is what it is. But we're gonna uh, have like with the show. We're not really sure what it's gonna be yet. It might be wrestling, it might be us just BSing, it might be a little bit of us BSing about wrestling, or it just might be, I don't know, it could be politics, it could be anything. We're not going to pigeonhole us into something, you know, just a wrestling only show, right? Right, no, definitely. I mean, obviously, the, the thing that brought us together and brought the listeners to us the first time was wrestling. So that's like kind of going to be our base. Now, if it goes completely left field where we never talk about wrestling, oh, well. it is what it is. Because, I mean, it's not like wrestling's all that great right now. Okay, it's not it's okay, it's not as bad as people have made it out to be. No, it's not. Let, let's, let's it's start a great there. it is a great wrestling time overall. Let, let's it start is. there. It's not as bad as people have made it out. I mean, we've got a whole lot of wrestling. We got wrestling pretty much every day of the week, except for like Tuesday, right? Yeah, well, unless you got Impact and uh, Oh yeah, Impact Impact and is is Lucha Lucha Underground? Underground? New, no, Lucha Underground's dead. Okay, see, uh, that's that doesn't mean anything for some of the contracted wrestlers, unfortunately. <laughs> right, can't go but, nowhere. Yeah, but uh, there is wrestling seven days a week if you count a pay per view weekend and take over. You know, Saturdays and Sundays are yeah. still still safe, safe for pay per views, but like on Mondays you got Raw, Tuesdays you got Impact, which we're not watching right now. If you guys, if you guys keep listening to this show and you guys want more, we're gonna have, we'll, we will find ways, take time to watch these other shows that you can get on YouTube and whatever other platforms there are. But right now, I'm mostly just watching WWE, AEW. So, dude, WWE is taking over the world, and AEW is, is trying to follow that suit. It is, you know, dude, I watch New Japan. Hell, I even watch Wow. I love that stuff. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard, love that woman. Too. Oh yeah, she's she, she's one of the best in the business right now for sure. I didn't even know she wrestled. I was just looking at her body, but let's be uh, real. I mean, well, you, know. you ain't looking at her face. Well, yeah, no, not her face. She but, is about her face. She looks like a dad. Yeah, but she does. Unfortunately, her dad, her dad on a woman body, but. You know, I know, I know, hold on, wait, wait, since you mentioned her dad, this is the funniest joke ever, because I was talking to somebody about her, it was like, it looked like Tully Blanchard actually married Baby Doll and made a kid. I know Ooh. Baby Doll's not a real mom, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm like, man, that, that, that that's it's like they, right It's there. like they made, it's like they mm-hmm. made them out of clay and put his face, like, a face mold. It's like her. Sam Houston let her let Tully actually really borrow her for a night. She got pregnant. That's just gross. Anyway, but and we're sitting here burying one of our one of our <laughs> both of our favorite wrestlers in the business right now. But right. Anyway, so all right, so we brought this show together today again just to try to test out the system, see how everything works. But there was a big story. We're so it's it's a half ass emergency podcast. I wouldn't call it emergency. We're just gonna. It would have been if we would have been on time. Yeah, if we would have been, but still, well, actually, it's still kind of topical because you know, it is. It's and still being talked about because NWA Power. If you're not watching that, you're missing out. That is a great show. Anybody who was a fan of old school NWA studio shows or Memphis Wrestling or or Southeastern Western or any of those that had studio shows, especially old Georgia Championship Wrestling, love that. Gordon Cody, rest in peace. But they brought back the old style studio wrestling, and they had. Two really good commentators, but they don't have two of them anymore. No, they, that that's what we're here to talk about today. At least as our main topic is the comments made by Jim Cornette on NWA Power last week. So, all right, 
let me go ahead and just give you guys the quote real quick. If you haven't heard it, I'm sure you have by now because it's been almost a week. But Jim Cornette on the TV show, talking about, on the YouTube show, excuse me, talking about Trevor Murdoch during a match, says that, all right, here's the quote. He's only the man. I've, he's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter th- across Ethiopia. Boom! If I could get words out of my mouth. All right, one more time. He's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken to his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. He had to read that twice. Kids can stay in school reading his fundamentals. Yes, reading his. Well, it's just that I'm reading it off my phone, and it's not like it's all kind of small. Anyway. All right. So, first of all, Christian. All right. No, no. We're gonna. I'm gonna defer this one to you. You're gonna I'm give it to sure, me. I'm pretty sure we're not gonna agree. I don't know. I haven't asked you about it. We didn't do any show prep for this. Well, but I'm pretty sure we're not gonna agree on 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 how how this comment has made us feel. So let's hear your thoughts on this, Jack. I actually, since I have known you for 12 years, I actually know what your reaction is gonna be. At least I think I do. So. We have not talked about this. We didn't prep. We just talked about what we were going to talk about. We didn't, you know, we didn't share the quote until right before the, the podcast, but we both had already heard it. So, all right, so he's giving, he's giving me the mic first. So I'm going to say this. I thought it was a very stupid and lazy and uh, ill-thought-out comment. The, the thing... It just it sounds terrible in this world of 2019 where everybody is really sensitive about the things that you say. Um, you cannot say something like that and think that it's okay. Now, I also think that if you would have changed maybe the fried chicken part, maybe if you would have said some other kind of food because what happens is, you know, you say fried chicken in America. And then and then you say and then you talk about Ethiopia. So Ethiopians, for those of you guys who don't know, you know, are in Africa. They are of darker skin. So you say that, and then the fried chicken comment we all know is connected to African Americans, black people in America. So it came across terribly. Now he said it about a white wrestler, which you know there could be passes given if people want, but it's a sensitive world. Everybody wants to be upset about something, and they did pick this one. Should he have said it? I wouldn't have. Um, Cornette is just, he's, he's quick-witted. He says what comes out of his mouth. And just the last thing I'm going to say is I feel like I know when somebody is racist. And I do not believe that Jim Cornette is racist. I do not believe that. Not as much as that fool loves old school 70s no. soul. I mean, Jim Cornette has far more far more important things to be upset about than the color of somebody's skin. In my opinion, he has he's he if he's prejudiced against the new age wrestling. That's what he's prejudiced against. It's the cosplay wrestler as yes. he likes to call it. Yes. So that and the and the um mud show bullshit <laughs> show. Yeah. So again, <laughs> but, I, I yeah, enjoy I enjoy Jim Cornette's show. Um I have not listened to his show on his response. I know I saw the tweet that he sent the next day saying, Has anybody heard a good joke lately? Probably wasn't a good idea either. Maybe you want to take the you know take the high road and kind of just, you know, apologize for offending people because it did offend people. You know, I've heard some people talk about how it offended them. So it, you just in this world, if you offend somebody, you know, and you're, in a, you're a public figure and you want to keep your job, you should apologize. 
move on, let it go. You know, again, take the high road so you can keep your paycheck. All right, kind of how I look at it. Didn't mean to cut you off. I kind of did mean to cut you That's off. That's all right. It was about to be your turn anyway. But first of all, in 1985, when he said this line about Big Bubba Rogers, it was hilarious then, and I find it just as hilarious now. I ain't find anything wrong. And me, I'm dark skinned. You know, I get pigeonholed and all of that stuff. We talked about this before. But I thought it was hilarious. And it's a great descriptive line. Great descriptive. I was like, dude, that is funny. And I'm glad he recycled it. I mean, but I'm also not as sensitive as that. I'm not a snowflake like a lot of people are in these days. And I get, I understand people getting upset, being a little hurt by it, or being offended. But it is still hilarious. I mean, come on now. I didn't find, I, I, it, didn't, it didn't bother me. And it's still not going to bother me. And it's not because I'm a Jim Cornette fan. Because I am. Have been since I was a kid. I mean, he's old as fuck, let's be honest. And he's been around a long time. He's been in this business 35 freaking years. Should he maybe have apologized taking the high road? Yes, but that's not Jim Cornette style. He says what he says, whether you like it or not. And, again, I found nothing wrong with it. Because it's fun. I mean, we can run those commercials, you know... That, that follow the, you know, the Sarah McLaughlin dog commercials. Actually, those are the ones that get my heart. I mean, but, you know, you, they run the commercials about, you know, a starving family somewhere. I mean, and to make a joke about commercials that we see or the, the infomercials or whatever, to, to kind of tie those in, first of all, it's ingenious. And two, it is freaking hilarious. People, if you can take a dick, you can take a joke. And I mean that for anybody. And if you don't take a dick, you still be able to take a joke. What what happened? Can we not joke in this country anymore? Is this is that what where we're going down to? That that's what this world is coming to. It it's like you said, the snowflakes and the and the just the super sensitive people. Like you can't say anything anymore because you're going to offend somebody. And I think that that is a bad road that we're heading down. But it's I just I honestly I don't understand it. I mean I've fallen victim to it because again I don't like offending people. So I try to temper what I said. Like, I was at work last night. I was at work last night, and uh, so this lady had gotten, who was, like, trying to charge her car on the electric thing, came inside, was asking for security. While I was looking, you know, I asked her what happened. She says some some guys were sitting on the charger for over an hour. It's supposed to be a 30-minute limit or whatever. So she's like, the other one doesn't work. Could you guys move so I could charge my car, please, or whatever? And they jumped out of the car. Four people jumped out of the car talking about they were going to beat her ass and stuff, right? So anyway, so she comes in and gets security. We go out there, the people are left, blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling this story to one of the younger female co-workers of mine. And I was like, yeah, so this chick came in and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, wait, like I just called this lady a chick to another woman. And that's a younger woman that, you know, in this more sensitive age. And I was afraid that I, I had offended her. You know, so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, this woman, you know. To me, it's it's nothing. I'm not saying chick in an offense. You know, I'm not like trying to degrade women when I call. First when I of say all, a chick. do you know what you did wrong in there? What did I did? You called a woman. Okay, you called a person a woman to another person. First of all, you assumed just now assumed both oh, of their genders. No, you're, What's yes. wrong with you? You're right. I, I mean, uh, we're probably going to get kicked off the air for this. Now. I hope you're happy. <laughs> hope you're happy. First, first, first show back, and you're going to get us kicked off for assuming somebody's gender. Not only did you assume somebody's gender. You violated the whole woman code by calling a woman a chick in front of a woman. Sorry, I just assumed your gender, but I don't give a shit. You call so so basically we call they chick in front of they. Yeah, it's, or in it's, front of them. It's it's it's, it's they and it's, them. It's and them's and 
Um, I don't know, even on your license, you can be non-binary. First of all, I've never met a non-binary baby. I don't no. even know what the fuck those look uh -huh. like. Let's be real. I think you only see those in horror movies, those those uh, monsters that like have no genitals. Like, no, nah, you even remember in the Aliens, alien, right? Yeah, Aliens. That's that baby still had a gender. Uh, it was just had a really small penis. Yeah, well, you know, or it does take after you. It looked like yeah. you a little bit. It's kind of my, it's my alien baby. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, props on you for hitting Sigourney Weaver. Be all back in the day, not not now. Yeah, you know, she's like 147. Climbed now. out of that alien. <laughs> that movie was crazy when I was a kid. But the, my question, my real question is, when how did every, how did our kids get so sensitive? It's it's something. It's it's something. It's just like when our generation came out and we were super rebellious. I think it's almost like by they rebel. That's the way they've come to rebel growing up in the social media age with Twitter and, and Facebook. And, you know, you say you tweet something and everybody gets offended, you know, or you say something on Facebook. Somebody somebody doesn't like it because you've got 500, 1,000 friends. So, you know, one or a couple of your friends ain't going to like what you say. So they come on there and get they get offended. Now you now you get into a thing. Then other people start tagging on, and then it just becomes this big spider web of crap. You know what I mean? Okay. So everybody's coming in now, trying not to. They're 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 growing up in this age where they know how to walk this little tightrope to where they don't say these things. You, you know? know. And we walk down this path because of the NWA's response. First of all, that show is taped two weeks in advance. How the hell does that make that it was the other anybody thing we really ed editing? How did thing? that how did that still make the air? And if it was if it was to offend everybody as bad as it has, how was it that you know however many people they've got between the announcers, the editors, the producers, the directors, and and whatever? How did it make it through all those people without somebody at least questioning? Like, hey, should we put this on the air? I'm just saying, WWE goes live every week, and there are still certain things that in seven seconds, like, nope, that's not happening. Right. I mean, how many times has a nipple popped out? And you get to see it on the East Coast because it's actually live. But here out here yeah, on the West, on the West Coast, Coast, you know, or, or even any, anywhere else, like, really, it's just a couple of hours later. I'm like, no, we have to go on yeah, Twitter they're, they're or online on to see the nipple. But that, and that, that is the reason, though, why WWE is so meticulous is because they don't want to let any of these things slip because they're... A multi-billion-dollar company with all these sponsors—they don't want to lose any of their sponsors and yada yada yada. But there's, you know, there's got to be a middle ground. You know, you gotta, you gotta be able to pay attention to stuff like that. Again, I am with you. I did not think it was that bad. Um, should he have said it? Probably not. Was it funny? I don't know because I heard about it through other podcasts. Because I, I don't watch NWA Power as of right now. I actually saw the show and saw it and saw it in context and it was hilarious. I busted I swear to God. Did you think if I could any LOL, of this was gonna happen? When you heard that comment, did you think that there was gonna be a backlash? Originally no. But then after watching it a second time, so I always watch it a second time because you always miss something the first time, especially for somebody like me who likes the commentary, which is why I don't watch Raw as much because that commentary team sucks. It's nothing but, but that's advertising there. there. But I do like the commentary team, and I, like I said, I'm a fan of Jim Cornette, and sometimes he'll say something that slips past you and you've got to hear it a second time. The second time I heard it, I was like, ooh, that was a little heavy, but it's still funny as hell. It was funny in 85 when he said, like I said, about Big Bubba. Mm. You know, of course, Big Bubba had a different meaning in 1985. Was a whole different time. Right. You know, we didn't get offended about much unless you were a white dude that said the N word. Right. You know, everybody well, in the neighborhood whooped your ass. White people wasn't even saying that in the 80s. That wasn't until the 90s. No, that was. They said it, 
They, well, no, they not say it to that, each other. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can yes, say it around. That, yeah, that, there could be like forty-eight white dudes and one black dude, and one white dude say it, and then next thing you know, the one black dude is done what forty-eight white dudes asked. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, I mean right. that's the way that's the way they paint that picture. Uh, trust me, I was there. It, it wasn't really like that, except for Dennis Eichholz. And if you ever hear the show, Dennis, sorry about your face. Hope you got over it. It's been twenty-eight years. Anyway. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Because that was like the dude in school using, you know, staying on that, that topic. He said it one time in a very, very offensive manner. And he even put the ER on there, not uh, even the A. And, well, you know that's an ass woman. But it was automatic. I didn't of have, I, I would have got beat when I got home and told my right. dad about the story. My dad would have beat me and then walked me over to Dennis' house so he can beat his, his daddy up. And now I have to beat this kid up. So I just <laughs> cut out all that middle Cut ground. out all the extra, extra ass whoopings? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to take one from that. My dad is a huge dude. I'm not happening at that. No. Uh-uh. Right. So, hey, real quick. me is not taking that ass whooping. <laughs> real quick. This wasn't one of the topics we were going to talk about. But since we're talking about this race topic in wrestling, and it did just come up somewhat recently, and we haven't talked about this. Let's talk about this Jordan Miles t-shirt and the reaction and all that stuff. I want to get your opinion on that. And we'll let you go first this time. So, for everybody that doesn't know, Jordan Miles, formerly ACH, and I think now, again, ACH, I don't yeah. know. Uh, was in WWE NXT. He was getting ready to get a big push. They gave him a T-shirt. Uh, Jordan Miles is known for his big smile. He's always out there smiling. And so they put a picture. Basically, it's Jordan Miles said in, in white letters in a, in a shape of a mouth, kind of like a big old smile. So when he smiles, his teeth show. They're showing the, the letters of his name as his teeth. And it's shaped in the, the, uh, in the shape of like lips in a mouth. Was there lips around the picture? Well, there's a border that goes a border around, around the picture that, yeah, that kind of makes it yeah. look like lips. Okay. So he saw it on a gray shirt. He was like, okay, that's cool. They showed it to him on a black shirt. He was instantly offended and then lost his mind. So, Christian, first of all, did you see the shirt? I did see the shirt, and I wish I could buy one. You like the shirt? I, I like the concept of it, and I can understand why he's upset. First of all, he had to approve the, the, the thing, and he did yes. approve it, but it was on a different color. you got to realize they're going to they're gonna have different colors of the shirts. I got six different New Day shirts, all the same thing on it, but six different colors. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a New Day fan. Obviously. But I got same shirt, just in a bunch of different colors. I, the shirt I'm wearing now is the shirt with Biggie Smalls sitting there. You know, It's his album cover, the, the baby. I got Ready that in die. black, red, and blue. I mean, I do buy multiple colors of the same shirt because, you know, I got multiple outfits to wear and I want to wear, you know, the say I want to wear a shirt I like. However, when you do put it on the back, on the black background, it kind of does look like, you know, you know, you've heard the thing. You're so dark. All we see is, you know, eyeballs and teeth, you know, and it kind of kind of looks like that. I can understand being outraged about the black version or even a darker version of the shirt if you're gonna have a shirt like that you put it you put it in darker letters on a, on a lighter background i can understand that but i think too much was made of it and again you know me i'm not one of those dudes who get fine first of all i find racism fucking hilarious if it's done right i'm gonna be honest with that everybody knows that about me i'm probably the most racist person i know ever i mean because it's funny to me so i wasn't overly offended however i can see why he would be offended, especially looking with the one he put online, the, the the black shirt. I mean, again, and I just told you, sometimes people are like, oh, you're so dark, all I can see is teeth. You know, and that's all that basically you can see on that shirt. Was it a whole lot to do about nothing? Kinda. Was there some substance behind him being upset? Definitely. But once again, you gotta realize he did approve the design. 
And you've got to understand, especially as somebody who's who makes their own shirts or has the, you know designs their own stuff like I do from from my wrestling, you know, from when I'm out selling merch, you gotta you're gonna have the different colors. I've got an Omega shirt with the same logo on it on on pink, on white, on black, on blue, on silver, on purple. Does it look different? Which each different color? Yes. But I know that going into it. And it's not like, you know, the, the, the symbol that I use is racist or has any kind of racial overtones. But I can I can definitely understand it. But to me, it didn't really bother me that much. So here's my opinion as a 41-year-old white man. Uh, of course, you know, uh, obviously you guys know my best friend is black. You know, my girlfriend is black. You know, all, like my entire my entire crew is pretty much. Do you much, know any white people? I, I I see them once in a while walking through work. Okay. Um, but you know, so when I heard about the shirt, um, I was like, well, let me go check this out. And I looked at it, and I didn't get it at first. I didn't understand what it was. Now remember, I am white, so I'm not going to be instantly offended by something that is making fun of of a black person, right? Or perceived as being of making fun of a black person because I might not I might not see it at first now once I looked at the shirt like kind of looked at it a little bit longer I was like oh okay so what it reminded me of was those old cartoons from like the 20s and 30s that had the black characters with the you know the gigantic lips and like super over exaggerated everything you know so like I, those I Disney cartoons yeah like, I yeah. know Disney and Warner Brothers oh, yeah. And all, yeah so I mean Obviously, we've come a long way in the almost 100 years since those commercials came out. Have we, though? Uh, we've come a long way. Are we there yet? Hell no. And I don't know if we ever will because I think everybody, I think it's uh, it's human nature, it's animalistic nature to, uh, to, to think that what you are or to see the differences because you think, you know, different types of bears you know, don't, don't come together. Different types of, of uh Deer, you know, whatever, different types of animals, you know, because we are an animal, you know, different types of animals. A lot of times, you know, they'll they'll integrate, but they they kind of stay to their to their own thing. You know, dogs didn't start having mixed race dogs until you know people breeded them together. True. You know, so True. they would have never, you know, like a Chihuahua and a bulldog probably would have never, you know, did the nasty wait, and wait, had a, on, had wait, a wait. baby. Chihuahuas are nasty little rats. They will fuck anything. That's well, rats always do. <laughs> but, no, you don't, you, but that's what I'm, you know what I mean? So, so we're always going to see ourselves as different. And, and in America, and not in America, but in, in human culture, you always think that you are better than other people, whether it's individually, um, your family. So even like you, you know, you, you've got this thing that you're going to be, you're, you're going to be better than everybody else in the world you're going to think your family is the best you're going to think your uh your city is the best your state is the best your country is the best my football team you know exactly you the know your and your football team is the best right now but we'll talk about that another day but you know so I, it's it's human nature to do that but if in this world where you know we all know we that we can and should be working together you know i don't see why people can't Sit there and think, okay, I'm going to be better than you, but I don't have to put you down to get there. You know, like at my job, you know, I want to get a promotion, but I'm not going to put down the other people that are also trying to get that promotion because they're not me. You know, I, I have a goal and I'm going to strive to get there. 
you have a goal, you're going to strive to get there. If we could all just see that and just live and just go forward and try to make our lives better, there's no reason that this other person, there's no reason I can't have this black man sitting on my couch right now. Why is that a problem? Wait, wait, why I got to be black? You know, Puerto Rican and Jamaican. Puerto Rican and Jamaican. Thank I, you. Whatever. <laughs> Same, you still, I'm looking at you right now. That, but that's the thing. And why can't I say that? Without offending somebody, oh, you called him black. Why didn't you call him African American? Because technically, I black. he's. N- if I'm going to be lumped in, I prefer that. And you know what? I'll I'll take an ass whooping any day over calling somebody black versus saying African American because not everybody is African American. Because like I said, the man sitting right here, he is he is Puerto Rican and Jamaican. My girlfriend is Haitian and Colombian, and she is she is black as well. You know what I mean? So I don't. To me. It's that, to me, that's the way I have always, just like, if I'm walking out of the street, oh yeah, the black dude over there, oh the white dude. It's not that big of a deal. Some people do get offended, but usually not, at least like, you know, when they tell me. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that stuff, the t-shirt thing, and the reaction I thought, oh, let me get back to the reaction. So, oh, first off, I want to say, so he, so he got really upset calling WWE racist and all that stuff. And I've got to tell you, just like I said, I don't think Jim Cornette is racist. The WWE, is they can't afford to be racist. There is no way that some shirt designer was back there and said, oh, this will be funny. Let me go ahead and put, you know, let me go ahead and make this racist black T-shirt for him. And, oh, that'll be funny. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. The WWE can't afford to be racist. You can't afford to be racist. This is the same company who fired Alberto Del Rio because some white guy said some fucked up shit about him being Mexican. Well, he did beat the guy up. Yeah, he, well. The other guy got fired too, though. No, he didn't. He, he didn't? didn't? He didn't get fired. I, th- I thought I heard that they both got fired. No, he didn't get fired. Alberto got fired for whooping his ass. But the I other guy who busted out some racist shit didn't get fired. He got yeah. reprimanded, but he didn't get fired. Well, that, was that's, one of, that was one of the grievances. That's why Alberto w- w- took so long to come back. Because they didn't fire the guy. I mean, they didn't do anything to the guy because he got his ass whooped. And I understand, hey, look, you got his repercussions. What more can we do to him? You know, you embarrass him in catering. He should He should, He should. should not have kept his job. I didn't know that was the case. But um, he's also not on the TV screen and people see him. You know, people, I mean, I, hell, honestly, I would not have fired Alberto. I would have been like, bygones are bygones. You know, obviously, I would have fined him, reprimanded, suspended him, maybe, whatever. You know, but and Alberto has is doing fine for himself right now, from what I can see, with his MMA, uh, his MMA company and has all that he even stuff. He's getting ready to fight. Uh, shoot, he's getting ready to fight somebody that, that's got a name, um, and I can't remember who it is. We'll have to look that up for later. Yeah, but um, he's doing good financially. But in 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 certain cases, I would I would feel that you know you're taking this man's job for defending himself against obviously racist comments you know so i don't think i think maybe a suspension maybe a fine for both and let them go on and continue working or fire them both they both should have got the same and back on the wwe and the racism thing we brought this up in a podcast early and one of the other test podcasts but we're not going to go as deep into the weeds as we did there but i just want to say they are very fucking racist and have been for fucking ever well i mean come on there's not been a black man 
to ever get a decent push. They didn't have to shuck and jive or do some embarrassing ass shit like admit on TV he had sex with his sister or dance somewhere. It's like Vince is in the office like, dance, monkey, dance. Yeah. I mean, but, let's be real about that. Well, they, he's been, they've been doing the stereotype thing. I think that uh, other than the black one, is the black stereotypes that they've been using in WWE have been the longest for them to get rid of. You know, they got rid of some of the other stereotypes, you know. <laughs> it, although this was actually not that long ago, if you think about it, you know, the whole lawnmower gimmick with oh, with yeah, the, Hoovy yeah. and who, the Mexicals, um, you know, but they used to have, you know, the black wrestlers. Sorry about your damn luck. Great timing. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, you had, you know, you had this, the, the black wrestlers and the Samoan wrestlers that if you hit them in the head, that it wouldn't hurt them because their heads are harder or whatever. You know, stupid stuff like wait, wait, that. Wait, wait, for the Samoans, that's not a stereotype. That's real. No, that's real. That but real. I'm just saying. That is real shit. But still, you know what I mean? It's, it's you know, just the taking advantage of those stereotypes. And you got... Stereotypes are there for a reason. There, there is some validity to stereotypes. Okay, if this sometimes. was like still like the or early '80s or or late '70s or, or '60s or leading up into like the mid '80s, but come on, there's no reason for Junkyard Dog, for instance, who sold out the Superdome, something Vince has still never done. Junkyard Dog did it to be a dancing, shucking, jiving fool. When Vince signs him, or yeah, but at why, the same time, when he, when he came there, he wasn't the same physically or uh, substance wise. Because he would, he didn't get the chance to play the same character. He didn't get a chance to be the junkyard dog. He was Vince's version, which sucked ass. Well, every Vince's version of a lot of people always ends up sucking. I mean, know? and what happens when you decide, okay, I'm not Vince's version of Stephen Aust- Steve Austin sucked. <laughs> this is true. He fell into that Stone Cold character and it blew up. I mean, but. Remember Shad from uh uh what was Shad from Crime Time. Yeah, Crime Time. When he said, Okay, look, I'm sick and tired of playing a stereotypical character. Let me let me be somebody serious. What did Vince do? It's like you can be as serious as you want, pal. You're fired. And fired his ass because he didn't wanna he didn't wanna do that. I mean And then JTG granted, got, got paid for the next five years. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but you had to look at what they what they made him go through. I mean I mean you had a guy like Two Cold Scorpio. Probably one of the top five or six best wrestlers. I heard he can still go. He can still go. And he's like, what, 54, I think. He's like, said. yeah, he's in his 50s, and he can still go, and he can still do all the high-flying stuff, but what did they, they made him a fucking Flash pimp, funk. Like, a looking, pimp, disco, a, a disco pimp, disco pimp. dancer. Yeah, that was a 70s disco dancer pimp thing, whatever. But. And look at how all the people in the nation that weren't the rock got broken but off. But hold on, let me, let me say though, too, though, they, it's not just the black people that give the bad gimmicks to a lot of time. Look at somebody like Terry Taylor, who was a heck of a worker. And he came in there with a red rooster thing, and he—he's the biggest example of not own, not accepting and and trying to flourish in your role because he hated that gimmick so bad that he just came in there and just stunk the place. Okay, up. but here's the thing though, right? And I've listened to podcasts over the years where people have talked about that, namely Bruce Pritchard and uh, uh, Jr. Who, I don't know. Do. I don't know if Jr. was actually there, but you know, I'm not sure. If no, he heard the story. In, I think, I he, think still he was still WCW, WCW at the yeah. time. But they've told the story that. They would just wanted to name him the Red Rooster, but he's the one who embodied the whole chicken, you know, because Vince McMahon thought he was just a cocky piece of shit. Which he which, still which is he, to this day from yeah, what I hear. Not only yeah. that, he's racist as fuck too, but that's a whole other story for a whole other time. But he does work for the WWE. You see the correlation there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but he took that gimmick and, and, and tried to make it fail so they would change it. And they were saying it. And unfortunately for him, it kind of got it over It kind of got bit. over, yeah. I mean... 
I, 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 not again, I grew up the WWE guy. That was around the time I was watching WrestleMania 5. I know he was in the match with Brooklyn Baller. That's how much, like, I'm better at knowing all those back in the day stuff. And but conversely, I, I, grew I was up actually kind of a fan. Conversely, I grew up an NWA guy, which was a Terry Taylor guy. I grew up in the Mid South guy, which were Terry Taylor. I'm like, hey. And then even later with the York Foundation, we became the Taylor Made Man. Still a huge fan. Although he's racist as shit. Still a huge fan. But that's. The example of okay, Vince gives these stupid gimmicks, and I understand he it's his company. He's got you know he's the one with the vision. But most of those gimmicks or stereotypes have gone away. For the for the for the black athlete, they haven't. Look at New Day; they're still hip swiveling. Uh, Ron, the truth killings ain't can't. You know can't what? You know what's crazy about the new? Because he has to dance. You know what's crazy about the New Day is that the New Day actually kind of did that on their own. Because they knew it would get over in Vince's eyes. And it got over with the fans. You know, so do I think they do a little bit much sometimes? Yeah. But at the same time, they're having fun with it. They're enjoying it. We've talked about this whole thing. I can't wait for the day the New Day breaks up. Only because... It's going to break my heart, by the way. I know. Only because I think that when they do, at least two of them are going to get over. And it's probably the two that are not currently a former World Heavyweight Champion. Because... I think that, for one, I think Xavier Woods is the best package of the three. He's a great talker, great worker. Body looks good. You know, he's got the crazy hair, which will get him attention. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you got to have a look. He's got there. He's obviously smart as hell. He's a Ph.D. Plus that he busted it out on the NXT Women's Championship. And, yeah, well, there's that. And <laughs> and all over, all over uh, one of he our favorite the former Diva, Divas champions. Um, and, you know, we've all seen the video. Um, but there's if you that. Haven't hit me big... up, I'll, I'll go ahead and send it to you. <laughs> I got pictures, everything. I got the whole video, not just the little little two minute clip. I got the whole damn video. I show you the whole thirty minutes of him and uh, Brad Maddox round robin in this bitch. It yeah. was fucking hilarious. And dude, she took it two dicks in the ass, <sighs> guaranteed. Blue. And and, and I, I don't look at dicks a lot, except for when I'm watching porn, which is hardly ever. Hardly, yeah, hardly ever. Hey, Hardly ever. I'm a guy. Yeah, we all watch well, porn once all, in a while. All, it's not just okay. The guys. It's just celebrity porn. It's not that just. I watch. The, it's not just the guys. It's just celebrity porn. But neither one of them guys are small dudes, and she took not one <laughs> but two dicks in the ass. Which my question, completely in the weeds on this. What the fuck did Alberto Del Rio get the fuck? Because she would stretch the fucking right. limits. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Sorry about that. If you got offended, fuck. <laughs> Go to another show. <laughs> if you're offended, you might not want to go to that show. Hell no, you big dummy. All right, well, hell, you know what I mean. Let's, right. let's go ahead and let, let's go ahead and wrap this up. You got anything else you want to talk about on the, on this podcast? Not quick? on this podcast, but I do want to. Uh, for those, that's this is probably going to come out tonight's Tuesday. It's probably going to come out tomorrow. Um, happy Thanksgiving for y'all, and for those happy Thanksgiving for those of you who still follow me and are still fans of me because I'm the only one of us that are still wrestling. I'm going to be in a uh, course gold on the on Saturday the thirtieth. Yep. I'm going to be whooping somebody's ass. So if Where you is that? Of course, cool. It's on, on the, like, out towards, like, Mariposa, um, Madeira. I've never heard of that city. I know, me either, but I'm about to take it over because that's what Omega does. We there you go. You guys shit. look it up. Google it. Voice voice it. Say, Chorus Gold, California, and see what the heck and then, Alexa comes up with. December 7th, I'm going to be in Stockton at the Ambler's Hall. I have a boxing match. You just want to come see that. It's going to be fucking great. 
I don't know who my opponent is because, uh, well, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. But, Jay Paul, you're going to get your ass whooped. Um, and I'm going to knock somebody out. And then December 21st, I'll be right back here in Sacramento at the Historic Colonial Theater for TWF. You got anything you want to talk about? You want to um, I work at a couple of random, crazy, regular jobs. Don't show up there. I'm just kidding. You can show up there if you want, but I'm not going to really trip because I'm not doing anything where we need plugs. So we'll just go ahead and... So we're going to go ahead and just end this podcast right now. Uh, I want to thank y'all for listening. And we'll be back soon. We'll try to... We're, I think right now we're going to come... we should probably do one of these little mini podcasts. Yeah, do a little like, mini a week or whatever. Yeah. And just, just so we get caught up. And then beginning of the year, we're going to kind of go into a an actual uh, weekly... Back full yeah, weekly thing. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, the, the shows of the week and whatever top stories there are and whatever random bullshit we want to talk about. Oh, by the way, be on the lookout for those of us, for those of y'all who were fans of the old show, the old version of this. What's up, Conan? Um, I will be releasing all those episodes week by week, so that way you can get refreshed and re-familiar. That way, by the time the new year comes, you are very familiar with us. I am Christian Black. Jack Moves. We out there. Peace. Peace.